three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody. It is the Dennis and Andy show. Wait, I got to get Andy here. There's Super Andy right there. Forgot I had the glasses on. I don't need no damn glasses when I'm doing a podcast. Um, AJ Tom is in the house. Uh, relax. AJ's here. Woo! Thank God for I that. Very relaxed. Pop culture, what is up? Hello, Hyper Kaiju. How are you? I made a rhyme and I did it on time. What? Bust you know, that down. going to be rhyming all the way to the restaurant tonight. Bust that down, <laughs> Fraga Boom. If Fraga Boom was here, he'd be like, "You are smacking the rhymes, cold and cool. You are so awesome. You make me drool." What? There's another one. See? I know. And you guys think I'm joking when I say the entire trip there is going to be rhymes. Rhyme, busting a rhyme, doing it on time. All right, it's gonna enough be like riding with vanilla ice. Oh, rolling in my 5.0 with my T tops down so the hair I used to have can blow. There you go. Ice, ice, baby. Do, 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 do. All right, let's do a little screen share. Let's get right to business because we got a lot to cover today. First order of business, first man to learning curve. Got another backer today. Yeah. Uh, you guys saw the artwork from the book this morning I showed you guys. So uh, I'm going to be tweeting it out and Facebooking those pages out tomorrow. So hopefully that'll grab some backers. Hyper guys, you says, enjoy the dad rest in it. Any Q tell Christine to send me back my engagement ring? Uh, no, she's, she's dirty that way. You send her a ring. She's keeping it. Put a ring on it. Actually, you don't want to know. I actually took it from her, and I'm using it for another type of ring. I'll let you use your imagination. Oh, and I don't think he means a toe ring. It is not a toe ring. <laughs> well, I mean, if you ask my wife, I'm built like somebody that has a pinky toe where a pinky toe shouldn't be. So uh, there's the link to the campaign. Go back it now. Aloha, Joe Bernardo. Joe joined us. That's right. Uh Let's watch the quick version of the video, and then we're going to get into stuff. You guys have seen it, but for anybody on the replays, that's right. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. Luke Henry, after kicking Monarch's ass to the, the depths, depths of space, space, is back on Earth. And now, now the video he's looking to save the world from, from the um, Dennis was lucky enough to see the original art sure, in those three pages before, I showed you but guys. But she's not the one of this guy. Saying, he's got to face it on his own. Ooh. Look at these four yeah, people. He's come for a villain known as Adonis. Do it. You'll be there. Back it now. So that's right. Dennis got to see the original art to those three pages. We were testing out a green screen b b before this, and uh, yeah, it didn't work out so well. Yeah, the so, Star Trek part looked pretty cool. Yeah, so Dennis might get a green screen for recording from his house. So guys, I know everybody faithful watching right now in the chat has backed the book, and I appreciate it so much. For those of you that haven't, please go back. First Man Two Learning Curve. 64 pages of superhero excitement and adventure. No SJW garbage in the book. Just pure fun and excitement. Make you feel like a kid again. So there you have it. Now we're going to get on to what we always do. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. We got lots of books, lots of comic news that came up. We, we're going to talk a little bit about a movie. We got, we got so much to get to. We can't even putz around today. That's right. So first and foremost, what books did we buy? Well, I bought two this week. Two? And that is one third less than you did last week. It is, because I bought three last week. Yeah. Um, so we'll just quickly go through a Death by Life. I like the artwork in this. I still haven't read it. It's on my back burner. It just looks cool. 
it looks like it's got potential. I'm just behind in my reading, especially with me going on a road trip here for a couple weeks. So it's going to stay in the back burner, but I'll probably just wind up doing this in one fell swoop. That's right. Dennis is going on a road trip. He's leaving me for a couple weeks. I know. Behold, Hyper Kaiju knows where it's at. Behold the AAT. You know what that stands for, right? AAT? Yeah. SS today. I don't see. We never called it that. You guys have totally. No, that's what Fraga calls it. I've never heard of that before either. Oh. So. But Fraggit calls it that, so I was like, okay. See, I hadn't heard that. Nope. Come on now. Come on. Oops. Come on. Technical difficulties there. Oh, yeah. Berserker number five. Uh, Keanu Reeves was actually on a Today Show talking about Berserker. Yeah. I sent you the clip. And I wound up talking somebody into getting the book today at the comic shop. Did you he had never even heard of it. I'm like, was it Keanu Reeves? And I was like, dude, you got to check this out because the trade paperback through one for four just came out today. And I'm like, if you haven't, you got to pick up the trade. Now, what is what? Just read it. I saw that. I saw that the trade came out. So is yeah. that what he bought? Yeah. Okay. So I saw that. But when we backed it, we're getting a hardcover. The hardcover is one through six, though. Or is it one through four? No, I think it's one through six. Okay. Yeah, so it, ours is still a ways up because we did it on Kickstarter. No, it's not to – if you would check your emails, an update came out today, and they oh. actually said that um, – they actually said an update that it should be before the holidays because it's a hardcover, so printing and stuff. Yeah. So. And, and he picks on me, but honestly, I can either sit there and play with my email for hours, which is what it would take, or I could sit there and do quick flips and post them, which is what I did today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll leave it up to you guys. Play with my email or put up important videos for you guys to watch. Look at these four followers. That's right. I get it. Uh, when <laughs> does the movie start production? I have no idea. He's in the middle of filming John Wick 4 right now. And he's got Matrix on the on the burner, too. Well, Matrix is already filmed in the can. Is it done-done? Yeah, as far as oh, I know, okay. it's done. Yeah. All right. I didn't know it was completed, so... Hyper guys, you says I never check my personal email either. God, I, I yes. wish I, you know, had a job where I didn't have to check email, but I have a job where I have but to. But you live in front of your computer 24-7, 365. No, no, I don't. You do. Uh, Blade Runner 2029. Been solid. In Next. eight years, we'll be living this future, apparently. I know. I want my flying car. Already, already putting it down. Have you started reading these yet? I looked at the first one and I like it. So okay. I'm, I'm just, it's only a five issue miniseries. So, you know, uh, Kari's done a nice job. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get it. And then what I'll do is I'll read all five and then I'll put out a full review on it. Because right. then people can get it in trade. Uh, it's amazing. Superman 78. There's one Dennis and I both got. I got this cover. As much as a Brian Hitch fan, uh, I'm a huge fan of Brian Hitch's art. Hold on. Uh, I bought the first Amazing Fantasy. Still haven't read it. God, you do. You and Dennis would get along great. <laughs> oh, We're yeah. like uh, brothers from another Dennis mother. is like, I come over to his house. I'm like, oh, dude, this is a great back issue from 1978. He goes, yeah, I bought it new when I was a kid. I still haven't read it. I'm like, oh, what my God. Ever? Would you get one? Then? Oh, my God. You're such an old woman. Look. And I, really I, got, I picked up 20-ish books today. Now, some of them are a couple of dupes. So I've got to sit down and find time to read all this. I'm like, Andy, what do you have to read? Oh, I have to read my new comic this week. Oh. And I'm like, seriously, oh, my God, no wonder you have all this other crap to read, you and your one or two comics. And what did you get this week? Two. I did. I got two. But so this is the cover I got. As much as I love Brian Hitch's work, uh, I thought Ben Oliver did such a great job of capturing Christopher Reeve and uh, um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, thank you. Gene Hackman on this cover. It is great. I uh, mean, I, I we love that first issue. So yeah. I can't wait to do a review on this one. Yeah, we'll definitely do a review on this one. Um, the, the interior art, I flipped through it, has a lot more Superman in it. I'm, I'm jazzed. I can't wait to read this tonight. I know you will. There's a, there, there, you can get 100% done. No, I got Parasomnia number four. Looking forward to it. I think somehow number three may have jumped 
jumped the shark or out of my basket. Uh -oh. So I, I can't oh. find my number three at home. So I, I'm doing a road trip right after we go to lunch here or supper. We're going to do a road trip here to a shop. So hopefully I can pick up number three because one and two Mr. are really good. Mr. Bust My Balls because I've got my comics in drawer boxes finally and they're alphabetized, but they're just not. They're alphabetized A through Z, but then if you look at the section of A's, they're not totally alphabetized and so on and so forth. You, who has all 30,000 comics or whatever, alphabetized, numerical, yep. down the line, I can't find my parasomnia number three. I don't think where, I got where, it. Where, That's oh. what I'm saying. I think it's missing. It's not that it's, I somehow it jumped my, my pull and I didn't catch it. So, um, yeah, I've got to go look for it. Listening while driving, just imagine all the shit I'd be giving you, Andy, if I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and I, yet he still found a way to text while driving. Well, here's the fun that part. Skill. I can give AJ shit because he does have a little goodie box. He's going to send me a few things. Oh. And, which, AJ, I really appreciate. I can't wait to get it. How hard is it exactly to find that that other thing that you, I mean, is it that tough? Good Lord. Just saying, I'm a little impatient. But I appreciate the gift and the kindness. So thank you very much. See, I can give it back to you as well. Uh, who actually reads the comics they buy? I do. <laughs> he does, especially when you only have one or two. Oh, this one looks. Is this the number one? Yeah. I was going to say this wasn't even on my list or radar. I walked in. And I'm like, what the hell, dude? They had so many great covers on this one too. Um, and they were almost like sold out. So I went and checked out some of the other covers. This is the one I picked up and I thought it was great. Click on it in there. I'm curious to see who actually drew the inside. Cause I like, cause they do novels as well. You know, they have the hard case and actual little novellas as well. Yeah. So, and so anyway, that one wasn't on my radar, but I, I picked it up. It looks, it just looked really cool. So I'm giving it a shot and I was like, yeah. Why Joe not? says your OCD didn't get the A drawers done and your name starts with A. I know. Uh, now that is a cover to get your attention. Oh, the artist was Anghor King. I'll have to and look. I even apologize. I already did the quick flip of it. I apologize if I got it wrong. But See, uh, I would have bought that one. Well, that's the main cover. Uh, that's Sink, uh, Bill. Bill Sinkevich. Uh, um, let me check out. Check out. They got some just yeah, great, great looking. I might covers. have to see if Heroes has this one. I know down. they didn't have this one, although I picked up. But anyway, they had a lot of really cool covers. So hope it's good because this looks this looks. That's great. right, maximum AAT there. Yeah. Oh, Pop Culture got Gun Honey. I'll have to see if it's uh if it's available tonight. I might get wow. it if I like the art. Well, Pop, I put out the quick flip already, so make sure you uh, comment. Did on you really? It. Yeah. I I got I got about half the quick flips done before I came over here. I got about half more to do. Oh, Human Remains. I wonder what that's about. That's a new number one I see. I know. And that's um, Peter Milligan, I yeah, believe. Yeah, Peter Milligan. And then uh, her name is Sally uh, Cantorino. So oh, I'm not Sally. familiar with her, but I did. I already got the quick flip up on this one. This looks this looks interesting. I'm going to – we're going to see. I, I, th we'll see if this is going to be a keeper. It might be. Oh, got a question here. Are you guys going to see Venom? Yes, we're going to go see it on Friday. My daughter is off work Friday, so uh, probably around four-ish. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go see Venom on Friday because Saturday we're heading to? Saturday we're going down to Greenville, South Carolina. Because, SC Comic Con. Well, Sunday, it's Sunday, but we're driving down Saturday so we don't have to drive early Sunday. And we picked up a hitchhiker. Bud Roots driving with He's us. He's riding with us, so we are going to have one... Hootin' rootin' time. Get We're going to have a hell of a ride with Bud Root in the car. Uh, Pop Culture says Dennis is a reviewing machine. I try. I try. His wife walks in the bedroom in a negligee and she's like, Dennis. And he's like, I'm doing a quick flip. Now I got to start over because you just talked. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. She didn't come in a negligee. But I, I said she's already done that multiple times. I need to have, like, in the studio, you know, the light that goes oh, up yeah. and shows on air. on air just to flip on uh, so she knows not to come in. That's right. <laughs> you got to have that one air sign. But see, now that's the question. Do I green screen 
with, you know, doing a green screen in my man cave or do I just say, screw it, keep my background? Because it's, it's a nice background. Oh, Dennis, a man who takes his duties seriously. Well, he does, but you spell duties wrong. I think you meant to say D-O-O-D-I-E-S because he takes those seriously too. But that's Trust usually me. in the Unfortunately, morning. Unfortunately, I shared a hotel room <laughs> with him and I know these things. I have morning duties. Yes, that's right. And then afternoon. So Wolverine, of course, Adam Kubert, great cover. Uh, so uh, Yeah, the art looks good. Well, it's Adam Kubert. Yeah, exactly. Can't you can't go wrong. Oh, Thor. Stone Thor train, I see. And I already got two guys. That's why I was just typing before we started up. They want to see the, the review on it. So I'm on there. And uh, oh, zero. zero's on there. What's and by that? the way, I, I told you guys I was going to hold true. I dropped two titles today when I was there. I, I did drop uh, Moon Knight. Just didn't do it for me. And I'm going to do a full review of one through three. Probably when I get back from the funerals. Um, and then I dropped Guardians of the Galaxy. I liked it, but you saw our thing about Al Ewing uh, the other week, and I, I didn't dawn on me that Al was writing it, and I've kind of enjoyed it, but I've said, nope, I said I would drop it, and I would. So I dropped that one today. So I dropped two more Marvel titles today. So Al, welcome I, to being canceled. So I'm down to Thor, Star Wars, and uh, my X books, and those are kind of on thin light, but we'll get into that later. Yes, we will. All right, next up after Thor is oh no, holy oh, crap! Yeah. Holy... Where's my mouse? How'd that? Oh, Oof, it's right there. Boy, you fat fingered the whole thing. I did. I oh, I fat fingered it, guys. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Vengeance of Vampirella. We know why you bought that. Woo! Perillo! For the cover. Love the cover. Although, I, I, I even mentioned it on, when I when I did my flip. The insides are, are not bad, and the story actually looks kind of good. So if people want, I may wind up doing reviews on them. And I wasn't even buying these books. But the Perillo covers are an absolute must for me. Dennis Moon Knight did you for a while. Oh, he did. That's why I have to shift every once in a while. I'm sitting on one of those. <laughs> I forgot you. Don't pretend you're going to break up with your ex. Bucks. Okay, we're going to talk about this hyper. Yeah, and I even let I even let Larry. Hello, Larry. Larry, welcome. Hey, Larry. I know we love you, Larry. Go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Watch it wherever you want after that. But uh, another subscriber. We miss Larry. Larry's one of our big convention Larry's. buddies. He and his wife are phenomenal people. Yeah, Larry's awesome. Uh, oh, come on. Come on. Technical. Out of box. Oh, another Peter Milligan. I know. this. Is, Peter's been good. This has been a really decent. Uh, Aftershock's got a, got a good one on, on here. So this is a, a, a really fun book. Um, you know, it's kind of the, the whodunit who's trying to kill him. This is the one where he's like Dr. Strange and he's in his astral form and he's almost yeah. dead and he's trying to figure out who oh, tried right, to right, murder right. him. This has been a very fun uh, book. I've got some quick flips out and I did some hashtag full reviews on the first ones. Uh, Spectacular Note Vampirella gets married in upcoming issue. I See, I don't actually read it, so I don't know if you're joking or not. Uh, will do. Thanks for Larry. You got it, brother. You put on a nice little show up in uh, where's he, where's that? I can never remember the place we drive to for his. Uh, I want to see Lexington. Lexington, yes. Larry puts on a nice little show in Lexington. He's always got a great array of books and say hey to dealers. Yep, say hi, and uh, thank you for watching. All right, let's go uh, from out of body to. Resistance uprising. Final uh, final issue. So I'm I'm very excited. I've held off, especially since I'm doing moths right now. I'm just gonna now that issue six came out, I'm gonna read them all and then I'll do a full review on it. But uh, you know, the the books has it, this has intrigued me. Um, so I'm gonna do a lot of the resistance stuff. I like J. Michael Straczynski, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get caught up with this one. Oh, Pop wasn't kidding. He says she's supposed to marry Dracula. Ah, wow. Dracula. Well, well, well. I guess we'll find out. Uh, Terry Moore's Serial, number seven. 
Yeah, it has been it has been solid, um, but it's it's Terry Moore. If yeah. you like Terry Moore, you're going to like this. I think he's got another one that's going to be coming out soon. Um, so anyway, Serial, if you guys are Terry Moore's fans, you should be picking it up. If you're not, all right. There's lots of other comics out there for you. But his abstract studio yeah, it, going, going, doing well. If you like Terry's type of storytelling and, and writing and what he puts out, you'll like this book. His art's always top notch too. It's a unique style. Yep. It's very, you know, it it's he's he's a storyteller more than a I'm gonna draw flashy pictures. He's more about telling a good story. And, and it's black and white. I yeah. mean, it's not like it's no, a it's big flashy what color. It's good. Silver so. City was super it has been interesting. Um, I haven't even read four yet because I told you I'm a little behind. You bastard. Um, but this is really good dealing with the concept of purgatory. What happens when when a massive accident happened, you go to hell, you go to heaven, and there's something in between. It's called Silver City. So it's an interesting delve into the concept of it, and it's been it's been quite good. So Aftershock, another solid uh, another solid book. Nice. And we have to look for today, by the way, guys. Cherry Blackbird was completely sold out again, so we're going to check another I shop. Literally had I, one last. Week. I know. Well, three just came out. I know. So no, I'm saying two. they had one copy of whatever was on the stand last week. Right, that was two. Okay, this is three that well, just came out today. So one. anyway, because everybody else is 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 gone, so I'm crossing my fingers, or I'm going to be ordering from Scout Comics. That's right. Uh, Sanja Versal, once again, just buying it for the cover. It's Perillo, and again, the inside looked pretty good. That is just a super cool cover. I would actually get some of these covers just for the wall because they just look so good. Pop Culture says Aftershock and Vault have been solid. They yep, have. Absolutely. Uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, Star Wars. Uh, this The main Star Wars title is probably some of the best stuff Marvel's putting out now. They keep everything... It looks true to the to the original movies. The the writing has been good. If you're a Star Wars fan, this has been good stuff. I have dropped all the other ones now, but the main one has been solid. My daughter has so many Star Wars trade paperbacks now. She's so into it. Sword number eight. It's written by Al Ewing. I know. Dennis. I told Andy that. I'm like, man, I just dawned on me that Al Ewing's doing it, and it's an X book. So I'm in a quandary. I'm in a true quandary, and we're going to see what happens. There is no quandary. I there can fix quandary. that. Inferno number one. I I got a bunch of covers, versions of this. He he put them in, and Tony's a great guy. He put in a bunch of the different covers. So I was dumb, and and, and a lot of them look great. Mark Brooks' cover, cover was fantastic. There were so many good ones. I'm worried about the story that they are just, there's nothing original coming in. All they're doing is taking some of the best storylines and just saying, ah, we're going to do something with the new X-Men with it. Again, we'll call it Inferno and it's, you're going to buy it because right. it is. So, yeah. I resisted. Even though I do like the artist's work. I like Valerio Skitty's work. Yeah, it was good. Uh, what the hell does that say? That is Echo Land. You remember that mm. is the book that is it's actually stapled on the show. Oh yeah, side. yeah, 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 it, yeah. This yeah. is the this is the next one. The first one was really cool. I did a, a not only a quick flip, I did a full review of it, and I just uh, I'm going to be doing the quick flip on this, and I'll probably do the full review as soon as I can. Um, really interesting book. Awesome. Jeez, one day we'll get to the second book that I bought this week. Good Lord. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. I bought Batman Detective because I'm a huge fan of Dan Moore's artwork. The story's actually pretty good, too. Um, but first and foremost, love, love, love Dan Moore's artwork. Um, it's very cool. His covers are great. So glad he's doing these interiors. Hyper Kaiju says, will Dennis leave behind his beloved F X books if it means supporting scumbag Al Ewing? Find out next week on the Dennis and Andy show. Exactly. Oh, we'll talk about that shortly. Evening, Adams. Thank you for joining. Uh, I got Echo Lands 1 sold out, didn't it, Dennis? Uh, it might have. I don't know. Echo 1 sold out. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, we were talking about it in the shop today, and... Another book I was trying to talk somebody into, and they're like, oh, yeah, we sold out. All right, moving on. Uh, 
we're talking about Dennis and I watched Cry Macho, uh, Clint Eastwood's newest movie that he directed. I believe he wrote it as well. Um, Cry Macho. Uh, uh, hold on. Let's see what Joe has to say real quick before we do the review. Uh, the Star Wars comics that are stupid. High Republic, a stone that is sentient. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is totally dropped them all. Uh, unfortunately, I'm sick as a dog and was unable to get my. Oh man! Well, I hope uh, you feel better soon, brother. As long as you got a pull, they're nice and tucked in, waiting for you next time. That's right. So, Cry Macho. Cry Macho is the story of. Uh, this is how. Well, <laughs> how are you going to say it, Andy? Oh my God! It takes place in 1980, and uh, Clint Eastwood. Obviously, he's a, he you know he's ninety years old in real life, 90, 91, something 91. like that. Ninety one in the movie, they don't say his age, but you know he's obviously mid eighties or above. Um, he was a rodeo cowboy back in the day. He like broke said, horses. He broke horses. That's what he did. He broke horses. Yep. Broken horses. This movie takes place, like I said, nineteen eighty. So in his younger days, in basically the fifties, he would break horses and stuff. And one of his uh, his friends from back in the day hires Clint Eastwood to to go to Mexico to get his 13-year-old son and to bring his 13-year-old son back from Mexico. And you know that this 13-year-old kid, his, his the dude's ex-wife, is not uh, uh, a good person, shall we say, leading a nice, wholesome life in Mexico. And I'm thinking to myself, I told Dennis, I said, you know, if I had to hire somebody to go get my kid, whether it be a son or daughter, and they had to go to a CD part of Mexico to do it, maybe a cartel might be involved. I would, my, my first thought would be to hire a 90 year old man because he's not going to get his ass kicked at all. And the fact that, so the, no, the, the, friend, the, the friend who hires him is, it's Dwight Yoakam. He plays Howard Pohl. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, if it's Dwight Yoakam, chances are you're just like, oh, he's he's lying anyway. But anyway, right. he, he knows full well what's going on with his wife and son. Doesn't really tell Clint the entire story. Right. But you need to go bring him. Well, why me? Because you owe me. You owe me for all the success because you're a broken old man now. And yeah. I have kept you afloat this entire time. And it kind of makes him angry, but Clint realizes that there's truth to it. So the 91-year-old man drives down to Mexico <gasps> to go wrestle it from what we think is the hands of a female drug cartel probably had. You know, it reminds me in some ways of the last Rambo movie, which at least when he did. Yeah, but once again. He, he, he at least blew the hell out of everybody. Well, and it Stallone's was only, Stallone. you know, he was in his mid-60s when he did it. He wasn't quite 70 yet. I, believe, I think Stallone was like 65, 66 when he did that last Rambo. So you could, and he, you know, he, he still looked good. He had muscle. Yeah. He's in shape. He was using lots of gunfire. I mean, there's a scene in this movie where, Stallone, or not Stallone, where Clint Eastwood punches a dude square in the face. And knocks, doesn't knock him out, but knocks the guy on his ass. And I jokingly told Dennis, I said, I said, look, I love Clint Eastwood. He's still a badass. But if I can't see a, see his punch coming before it's about to hit me, then, yeah, I guess I do deserve to be knocked in the face. So now the, the interesting thing is, so, uh, Clint Eastwood, if you remember him from his great movies of punching, like Every Which Way But Loose, Every Which Way You Can, you know, all of his good, you know, punching movies, he's got that distinctive punch. He still has that distinctive punch, which is really cool to see. It's just in slow motion. So there's a slight chance that if he went to punch Andy, oh. Andy might be able to dodge it. I'm giving it Andy a 50-50 chance. But he still looks just like it. Now, if we could just speed it up, double speed, it would probably look like him in the in the in, in his younger days. Now, I will say, it would hurt because if you look at his hand and his knuckles, he's got that old man hand where the knuckles are really pronounced. Yeah. So even even getting punched by ninety year old Clint, I'm going to go right in the face. Those bony knuckles, they're going to hurt. But 
I think I could see it coming. Yeah, yeah. Let's see you. His spaghetti west. Yes. I mean, look, yes. we're not taking anything away from his career. So, and the cool thing was they actually had pictures in his house of Clint Eastwood back in the younger days in his spaghetti westerns in and you know on horses and all the cool stuff and they were actually him they didn't have to photoshop anything it was cool now it may seem like we're totally bagging on this movie um andy has armor <laughs> class nine i'm not a rpg i'm not a role-playing game type to me armor class nine seems like a high armor class is it not? So roll D20, Andy, save versus uh, a death. Uh, yeah. there It's 46 random damage, and Andy took it all. I love this. The old guys have built-in knuckle dusters. It's true. It is. And, true. and once again, the movie had, had, had – it is not. Thank you. I got that. Um, the movie <laughs> the movie definitely had some heart to it. Um, oh, probably didn't want to show that, that one yet. Yeah. Yeah, so that one is, um, so this is him and the boy. That's the boy he winds up going in to get him. And I love this. The reason it's called Cry Macho is because the boy participates with his rooster in cockfighting, which I assume even in Mexico today probably isn't illegal, but it definitely wasn't in 1980. And uh, his he names his rooster Cry Macho. Yep. I don't know why, like, Macho's cool. Like, come here, Macho. My rooster's name is Macho, but it's Cry Macho. Cry Havoc and let loose the dogs of war. There you go. But needless to say, they wind up having to go to a town. He winds up finding a Mexican love interest, which was cool. She's Her daughter died, and so she basically took on the grandkids. The, the cartel is after him. It winds up being a heartwarming story. It's, it just doesn't... I, I think they pulled a fast one on us with the trailer. Because the feeling I got from the trailer was... It was more going to be... He goes to Mexico, gets the kid. And now it's going to be this chase between these bad guys that work for the, the ex-wife. To get the kid back, and even though Clint's old, I just assume there'd be lots of gun shooting and stuff, and not physical fighting with Clint. And uh, it really wasn't. No, there wasn't a lot of. There, there like, was very little shooting. There was very little action. It was. It was a slow burn, kind of in a good way. The story is an entertaining. Uh, but it's it's more of a humanistic story versus what we were expecting to be like right. an action flick, and it's cool. the The character interactions are great, yeah. and instead of shooting his way out of town with the sheriff who thinks he's dirty, he winds up doing some great stuff to make the sheriff think he's beloved, and it's because of his wife. And there's a lot of good little scenes yeah. um, that were throughout it. It wasn't that it was a bad movie. No. It's just not what our expectations was, were. I think it was advertised wrong. It's like Dennis said, good acting, good cast. Clint always brings it to the screen when he's on screen. Always has. I just think they advertised it wrong. Andy made the comment during the movie. He leaned over and he goes, look, they should have just cast somebody younger in the role. And that way they could have really brought out some of the explosive stuff and they could have. Maybe this was Clint's final story. He's going out. And I don't know. But needless to say, it was a enjoyable movie for what it was. Did you see the pictures of the soy film? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yeah. So annoying. Not one mask into place. Unless you were a waiter. I was going to say. Or a waitress. All the help was full. All the help had to wear masks. So... So anyhow, uh, let's give it our score. Um, I know we popped up. I yeah, got, I, that was an accident, but yeah, we'll show it now. It doesn't matter. It's not going to taint what I say about it. Go ahead. I mean, I was going to give it a 6.5. That's exactly what I had for it. Yeah, I, I, I'm giving it a 6.5. As you can see on screen, the the fans gave it a 63. So I'm right in line with the with the fan Uh the critics like the it critics less, but like just less. Clint. Uh, yeah, it's because it's Clint. Um, so it's right in line. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. I'm glad I went and saw it. It isn't something I'm going to add to my movie repertoire, but I'm glad I saw it. So the thing is, they could have cast somebody like Hugh Jackman in Clint's role and had Clint play the guy that sends Hugh Jackman to go get the son. And then just wrote, written in more of Clint's character in the movie as well. So he has more, because Dwight Yoakam doesn't have much screen time in the movie. But, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it, it was solid. Five. I'm glad we saw it. It's not a bad movie. It's just not something that it's not like Top Gun where I'll watch it over and right. over again. Stat Zero, you bring up a great point. I used to watch, uh, let's see, is it good or I like the mule? I like the mule better. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the mule was better. I really, actually, I really like the mule. I thought Clint was great. I thought uh, Bradley Cooper was good. The mule's better. And I like Gran Torino better. Oh, Gran Torino was way better. Yeah. So I had I used to watch the Emmys. I used to watch the Oscars. Yep. Because I love the hosts. Jack Palance pumping out one-arm push-ups and stuff. Oh, yeah. But I haven't watched them in probably a decade or more either because... For me, it was Ricky Gervais. That's the last time that I probably watched it. Actually, I take it back. I did watch the Ricky Gervais because he totally threw it in everybody's face. It was great. We didn't know he was going to, but he's just... It wound up being great, so yeah. Yeah, so that was probably the last time. Now they come on and uh, I just watch anything but because I just don't want to hear... I don't want to be preached to. Go get your dumb award. And they're not even dumb awards. They're good awards. But just get up there, take it, thank your mom, thank your the producer, do all that. Just don't preach to me. I don't need to hear it from you idiots. It's like Shaquille O'Neal came out and gave up his celebrity. He's like, you know what? I don't want to be a celebrity anymore. I actually saw the video where he did it. You heard about this, right? Yeah. The video of Shaquille O'Neal saying, I don't want to be a celebrity anymore. I don't want to be associated with them. They're just freaking crazy. And he's right. They're nuts. Just because Shaquille said, he goes, just because I have more money than you, just because I can, you know, I had a talent to play basketball doesn't mean I'm smarter than you. Doesn't mean I know better than you. And that's it. It's like you make movies. Shut up and entertain me. It's the same with comic book guys. We don't know anymore. I draw fucking comic books for a living. We all have our opinions, but we don't need to force our opinions and then look down on somebody because they have a different opinion. Oh, Unforgiven was great. I wouldn't yes. say that was the last good one, though. I mean, uh, that's Grand good. Torino, I'm telling you. Yeah, Shaq is awesome. He is. I give it to that. Uh, some of those Hollywood celebs look mighty uncomfortable when Ricky mentioned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When they panned out, when he was... You know, ripping on uh, on on some of them, and they were panning right to them. And I was like, "Yeah, that was that was great." I've got a Shaquille O'Neal story, real quick. I can enlighten you with while I pull up this uh this news article. I believe it's right here. Uh, right? No, I know it's come. On. Nope. Boy, well, we spoiled all there. There it is. There it is. Um, so. I was living in Orlando when Shaquille got drafted by the Orlando Magic. And me and my buddies were out at a bar one night because Shaq's only, Shaq, I think, is 49. So he's a few years younger than us, three years younger than us. I was at a bar one night in Orlando, and we were just hanging out and stuff. And then there's this big hoopla. Shaq comes in to celebrate his 21st birthday. In the bar. Nice. He's got his entourage with him. It was pretty cool. It is cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. By the way, what did you think of that shot boy that EVS debated with? Oh, I assume you mean Troy Boy. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Cough, cough, Tom Hanks. Cough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that debate. Uh, we we do want to move on to this new story. Um, but if you hadn't seen it, Dennis, you should take the three hours to watch it. Oh, really? It was on a Friday night, like two weeks ago. I watched it live. Ethan debated this guy on Twitter that, that well, the topic of the debate was supposed to be, is comics game valid? What was it? Did it start late? No, it started like at seven o'clock on a Friday okay. night. Okay. Yeah, no, it started on time, seven okay. o'clock and ran for three hours. It never really did get around to 
the validity of Comicsgate, which was supposed to be the topic. It was more of a grilling session oh. with the guy grilling Ethan about sales figures. Like, well, how come you say comic book sales are in the toilet or going down, but just this year, this one book sold 250,000 copies. This one book. And Ethan said, okay, how many variant covers were there? Yep. And he's like, well, there were a lot, but it also went back to a second print. And it's like, okay, well, what's the sell through? Well, and the guy's like, well, I assume it sold through because it went back to a second print. No, because I'm watching this and I'm like, no, it didn't because the shops I go to have first prints available so and some second prints. And you know, and, and then, like, but this is what the guy did. Then he goes, but Ethan, back in 2005, your grand lantern rebirth only sold 60,000 copies. Wait a second. Why are you comparing at what? What are you doing? It was just so moving. So why would you compare the industry as a whole to a finite one particular segment? Because yeah, that's usually when people have no legs to stand on. I'll have to watch it. Maybe I can do that on my my 16-hour trip. There you go. Uh, Stat says, I've been revising old superhero movies. Oh, reviewing, I assume you mean, old superhero movies lately. Good and bad. They may not have been realistic or much good in some cases, but they swung for the fences. That's what I say about Green Lantern. I, I agree. Yeah, he agrees, Green Lantern. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes you swing and miss, but at least you're swinging. Oh, what a surprise, though. 90% of the comics are awful, so the few people going to the shops are buying Kate's, which isn't quite as bad. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is it, it, a lot of the sales with these big numbers, it's all the variant covers and stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, it's a good debate. I suggest you watch it. Just go to Ethan's channel. Go back a couple weeks on a Friday night. Okay. It'll say comic something debate. Okay. So, yep. So anyhow, Marvel. So what originally sprung up a couple of weeks ago is uh, some of the Dicko family members are are doing a lawsuit because they want basically they want money from Spider Man, from Doctor Strange, and uh, other Dicko creations. That I believe, if I remember reading correctly. Uh, Larry Lieber, who is Stanley's brother, also has a, uh, I believe, a lawsuit going as well for some creations. Uh, I think Iron Man as well. Yeah. So uh, they the Marvel filed a countersuit against Stanley. So it's basically the estates, right? The so estates Stanley, guys. Steve Ditko, and then Gene, right? Gene Cullen. Gene Cullen. Yep. And. Because there was a, I don't know the total law from the Copyright Act or whatever of 1976, but the basic gist is, um, depending on the agreement, the creator should be able to have some ownership to it and get some money. So now Marvel, and this is what we have up here, Marvel is suing to keep the rights. And basically, I don't think the rights would totally revert back anyway to the families. I think Marvel would still have ownership, but I think what the families are trying to say is, hey, just give us, you know, you guys are making billions of dollars now. Cut a check. Right. You know, cut some checks is basically what they're saying. So the under the Ditko, it said in August, the administrator of Ditko's estate filed a notice of termination on Spider-Man, which first appeared in the comic form in 1962. Under the termination provisions of copyright law, authors or their heirs, which is a key point, can reclaim rights once granted to publishers after waiting a statutory set period of time. According to the termination notice, Marvel would have to give up Ditko's rights to the iconic character in June of 2023. Okay. Here's how Marvel can cut this off. They don't have to countersue. All they have to do is get arbitrators. That's the right word, right? Sure. Mediators. Mediators. Arbitrators. Get mediators in a room with the lawyers. So I guess you would, you know, the lawyers would have to, you know, go to the family and go, what are you looking for? Let's get a mediator in the room and basically come to an agreement where Marvel could be like, we're going to cut you X amount of money from now on. And we're going to start with this nice check here. And then after this check, yep. we're going to start, we're, you're going to start getting royalties, whatever. You're going to start getting compensated from here on out. 
for these creations. And that would end it. You know, you do that. And I mean, the check's got to be good. Don't, don't roll up and go, ah, we're Marvel, uh, Disney. We're going to cut you guys like 10 grand. No, 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 no. The problem is Disney isn't going to do that because it's Disney. They already had right. this with Mickey Mouse way back in the 80s. And they basically went to Congress and got them to massage the laws. And they've done it twice now. I have a real problem with Disney and the crap that they're doing with it. So what is going to stop them from trying to do the same thing here? These heirs need to be on top of this. What's it? I feel like Marvel should cut me a check just for what they've done to the X-Men. <laughs> me too. Me well, too. You know, I need 50% back of everything I spent. You know, a lot of people will bring up, oh, but it was a work for hire agreement, blah, blah, blah. Okay, back then, in the 60s, when Herbie and, and Larry Lieber and Gene Colan created this stuff, it wasn't like it is today, where today you basically sign, even when I got in the business, I basically signed this little piece of paper for every job I did saying that I'm getting paid uh, per page and whatever I put down on the paper, I own the original art. Marvel pretty much owns everything else, unless there's a carve out for, hey, you're creating this character. And I go, well, wait a second. Before I create this character, I would like it in writing that I have co-ownership in this character. And at that point, Marvel could go, okay, we're going to go to somebody else to create it that hopefully won't say that, and we'll send you the design to draw. You know, because if, you know, I got hired to draw Quasar. Well, Quasar, I didn't create Quasar, so I just hired Gun to draw it. But if they were like, we want you to create, you know, uh, this this new character in Quasar, and like I said, I was like like Liefeld in Deadpool. Liefeld, from what I've heard on his podcast, has you know did say, look, I'll create these characters, but I want an ownership stake in them, so he gets checks for Deadpool toys, Deadpool pops, Deadpool merchandise, Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool. Rob's getting a check. I believe the same with Cable. Yeah, well, they didn't have that type of stuff back then. Nobody knew that this stuff was going to be anything. They, for all they knew, they were creating Spider-Man, and six months later, Spider-Man could, you know, shit the bed, and then they'd be like, well, that didn't work. All right, next, next. job. You well, know, so there, it was all just handshake type stuff. See, and the thing is, if you remember, DC, Siegel, and Schuster went after the estates did after DC trying for Superman, right? And DC staved off the, uh, the termination by counterclaiming um, and asserting um, that tortious inter, uh, interference of its right. Here's the interesting part. The publisher was represented by Dan uh, Perticelli, and guess who happens to be representing Walt Disney right now in its efforts to keep the various Avengers characters? The very same Dan Perticelli. And Joe brings up a great point. So apparently Aaron, Aaron Lepresti, that is, said that the big corporations just sue you for the use, even if they're public domain until you're out of money. Well, exactly. That's the, that's, that's the thing. I agree. They, they can play the long game because they have the money. And to them, it's like, okay, we're going to do this. Well, it's a business expense. So those hundreds of thousands of dollars, if it even gets to that point, because if they spend $100,000 in a lawsuit against a little guy like us, We'll tap out before they get to a hundred grand, most likely, and that's what they're hoping. So you do, you know. Hopefully, the families of Dicko and Lieber, well, Larry Lieber's still alive. Yeah, it's Stanley's Stan, brother, younger brother. Yeah. So hopefully, they can. They're trying to go into this for a long haul game, and you would like to think that whoever's representing them is doing it more out of, you know, basically pro bono saying, you know what? I believe in this so much. I'll get, I mean, you got to go to a big team. You can't just go to a mom and pop lawyer shop. You got to go to a big firm that can say, you know what? We'll get some people on it. We'll do it pro bono because they're looking down the road going, if there is a payday out of this, 
I'm a lawyer. I get what, 25, 30%? <laughs> right. But the big, the big thing is, in my mind, and I want you guys to type in on in the chat, give us your thoughts on this. Do you think that, you know, Ditko and Stanley and Colin and even going back to, to Siegel and Schuster, do you think that they're owed money uh, for it? Do you think it's deserving? Um, you know, I kind of want to get your thoughts on this. I mean, the problem is you you got to look at it strictly from a legal standpoint, but then also there's a heartstring on there because these guys are the ones that put the sweat, blood, and tears into the creation, you know, all of these years. And it's like Marvel, DC, they just want to soak the blood out of every rock. And uh, it, it bothers me. I, I really do want to see, and as much it would suck for the movies, but their movies haven't been great lately anyway. I, I, I really want the creators to get something in their estates. Uh, I, I don't think it would suck for the movies. Though. Let's see. Wasn't it Jim Sarlin who said Marvel had only made him 5K total for the creation? I don't remember the number amount, but I do remember Jim saying that he made... Normal. I remember Jim saying he made more money off of this low-level character in Batman versus Superman, I think it was than he made for Marvel in general for Thanos and all the other characters that are in the movies that he created, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I was thinking it was a suicide squad, but you might be right. Maybe it was, I can't remember, but he made more money from a second rate character in a DC movie than he made off of Marvel as a whole. Uh, support someone who deserves your cash back. First man to learning curve. That man knows back it now because you are going to get high quality projects. And uh, you're going to love it. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, man, would love to say yes, but sometimes a deal is a deal. I And I get that. You know, it's like, yep. look, Siegel and Schuster sold Superman. I don't. I can't remember how much it was for. Let's say it was for, you know, 100 bucks back in the day, which 100 bucks back in, you know, the early 40s. When you're paying rent. When you're paying rent, 100 bucks, people weren't making that a week. So I get it. But at the same time. That's where I would like to say that, yes, a deal is a deal. But if I was in charge of these corporations, if I was if I was running Disney and all the billions of dollars they they have made over the past decade with these Marvel movies. If I was running Disney, I'd be like, how awesome would it be if we cut so and so creator Right. Like Jim Starlin. How awesome would it be if, we, if Jim Starlin gets a check in the mail? We don't tell him it's coming. He gets a check in the mail for like five million bucks, which is a drop in the freaking bucket. But you remember, there was a time when they used to do that. Robin Williams would be a great example. Remember, he did uh, Aladdin. Remember when he was the, uh, the genie in Aladdin? He did that for Screen Guild Minimum. And and it was it wound up being a huge success of a movie. They raked in tons of money. And what did they wind up doing at some point into the future? You guys could correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was a Picasso. They bought him like a Picasso painting or something like that. Something that he really enjoyed. And they bought that for him as a way of saying thank you. You gave us a big uh, uh, a big huge. But see that's thing. but see here's the difference though. And I'm not. And, and I don't think it's right, but they're looking at that going, well, Robin Williams, even though it was just his voice, was actually in the movie. He starred in the movie. He was the star of the movie. They're not looking yeah, at the that. creators that way. I, I, I get Which that. is wrong. And that exactly was my point. Right. That, that is wrong. I mean, because of Robin Williams was like, this painting's nice and all, but that's enough. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting because this is just gonna, kidding. This is I love Robin work Williams. It's way through the uh, courts. And it's gonna it's gonna be seen because if this goes a different way, maybe the the creators that are out there finally get something uh, out of it. So anyway, it was been big news. We at least wanted. I, I know it's been talked about a little bit, but at least we wanted to to chat about that. All right, we're gonna drop one more story. Uh, it's the Daily Mail. Yeah, it's the Daily Mail. That's not it. Just call him Wolverine. New executive of Marvel Universe says studio could drop the men from X-Men over concerns the title is not inclusive enough. Oh, I just want to throw. 
Dennis, if we're going to do a topic like this, you need to let me know so I can get out my barf bag. Here's a garbage can right there. Just oh god, that Marvel just makes Studios' me sick. new woke president Victoria Alonso is now considering dropping the men from X Men to make the brand more inclusive. So four days ago, when this article was put out, she was promoted to the president of physical production, hinting that the internal thinking is that the name X-Men isn't sufficiently inclusive. Now, we've all heard about this. I'm sure you guys have seen other people talking about it. Me being an X-Men guy, this kind of stabbed me right in my heart. It's the X-Men, in my mind, will always be the X-Men. Not that there aren't women. Well, it's like that garbage from Justin Trudeau, who I cannot believe just got reelected up in Canada. When somebody said humankind, well, and he goes, majority. he goes, no, 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 we don't say humankind. We say person kind. Or no, somebody said mankind. That was yes. it. Joe, correct me. Uh, somebody said mankind. He goes, no, 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 we don't. I think it was man and human because human... He goes, no, no, we say person kind. And, you know, another another divergent from this story I told Dennis about that he didn't see. So on Survivor, and I don't watch Survivor, but I saw this on uh, one of the podcasts I, I watch and listen to. Jeff Probst on this new season of Survivor, for the past 21 seasons of Survivor, at the Tribal Council, he would say, welcome, guys. Come sit down for tonight's Tribal Council, blah, blah, blah. And he wanted to address everybody and get everybody's on the, you know, all the survivors cast their input. And he said, should we use the word guys? When I say welcome guys, should we still say guys? Because it's not all guys here. It's an even split of men and women on the cast of Survivor with you guys participating in a reality show. What do you think? And at first I was pretty amazed because they all actually most of them the ones that because not everybody spoke up on the matter but the ones that did said no that's stupid who cares call us guys we don't care even the women said it but then the next day a guy a man on the show scraggly hair beard had a change of heart and said you know what jeff i need to address this i do think we should change the word and eliminate the word guys and just say welcome welcome teams Welcome, crew. Welcome, everyone. Because, guys, isn't inclusive. And, I mean, this is such garbage, what we're going through. what We're going to look back. I really believe in 20 years, we're going to look back and be like, are you effing kidding me? What the hell? I will completely drop Marvel if this happens, right? Uh, and more positive news, I got X-Men Forever trade paperback by Chris Claremont and Graham Nolan on eBay for 10 bucks yesterday. Well, that's good stuff. Do you have the X Men trade paper, X Men Forever trade paperback that has my two issues of X Men in it that I worked with Chris Claremont? Do you hyperkaize you? I bet he does. I and would if hope not, so. He will soon. Uh, it's all staged. God, it's so it ridiculous. Is. No, and I believe it on Survivor. Getting because now it's really about let's collect the woke points. Let's collect the points. I've got more now, woke points it, it, in my it's, jar. It's pure virtual signaling. But this brings me to a point that I was talking about. I went and talked to the, the owner today, and I mentioned this to Andy. Hyper Kaiju gives me a lot of garbage because I still oh, stick with my so X books. Right? So I actually went in today because there, there was another uh, article, which we don't Thank you, Hyper. Marvel Comics launches X-Men Green. With Wolverine versus Nature Girl. So I'm going to address it very quickly. A turtle winds up getting injured because he had swallowed a plastic bag. Oh, let's for just, the, let me show it. Do you have it up? Yeah, hold on. Keep talking. I'll, I'll find so it. So the turtle's there, and, and Nature Girl gets very, very, very upset over the fact that somebody polluted the, the waters and could have killed this turtle. Right? So anyway, she gets very upset about this. She finds out the, the uh, store that this bag belonged to. She winds up, you can scroll down uh, oh, when, oh. You, when you pop it up, and you'll see it. 
She actually takes a scissors. Oh, oh wait, here we go. Okay. She takes a scissors and stabs the guy right in the neck, the store owner. Um, so there is, you can see, there's the oh, turtle. No. Oh no, there's a turtle because there was a, a plastic, plastic bag. bag. Um, keep scrolling. Hold on, I will. Uh, I did fine work on those issues. Thank you, Hyper. I really appreciate that. I got to do that on my morning show one day. Go through those. You concepts. should. Uh, it's I would even join you. Actually, one of my favorite books. Yeah. Uh, then you deserve hyper guys use abuse. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, I only dish out. Uh, we understand. Um, okay, so going back. So there's the turtle. Oh, he jumped on a trash bag. I Nature can't take and it. this. What's this kid's name? Nature girl. Nature girl. They couldn't come up with anything. If I was Nature Boy Ric Flair, woo! I'd have exactly. An issue with that. All right. So there's the name of the grocery store. So she goes tootling down to that uh, grocery store. Now she's angry I'm just now. angry. Maybe she's hangry. Uh, she could be. She hasn't eaten anything. So turtle soup would be good. She goes, this planet is not your toilet, you stupid barbarian. She literally stabs him in the neck. So now get this. One, the dude just owns the store. Who, like this guy was the one. If I if I work at Harris Teeter and you find a Harris Teeter bag on the side Correct. of the road, doesn't mean I put it there. Correct. Correct. But that doesn't matter. This planet is not your toilet. I'm stabbing you in the neck. She just murdered a guy because she's angry. But they want us to believe it's justified because you're littering this planet. It's like Captain Planet going down there and said, oh... They put their rings combined and say, oh, you littered that? Sneak walks over and snaps somebody's neck. She just needs a manly figure to swoop in and tell her to calm down. This I agree. is the shit That's all that she the X-Men are turning into. Because this is the direction Marvel Comics is going. Yeah, Supergirl should be Super She, Super They, or Super Them. Uh, last Marvel book I bought when it was new was Avengers vs. X-Men. I know your time frame now. Avengers vs. X-Men wasn't too bad. I was and the good. art was great. Yep. So. Yep. And it wasn't a bad story. No. Uh, the hero we need or something. Yeah, no. Definitely yeah. not. So so my point is, if the X-Men, and this winds up being um, part of the X-Men Unlimited Digital that they're doing. It's out right now. It, you can go read this if you want. If this creeps into the actual physic com physical comic books and they change the X-Men, which is mainly they're talking the movies now, but if all of this stuff continues to flow, I may, and I already told Tony this, I may be canceling all my X titles and be done with X-Men forever, which means the only thing I'll collect is any variant previous that I, that I might be missing. That would be the only thing less. I, I've quit comics twice in my life for small periods of time and wound up going back. When Wolverine lost his adamantium, that pissed me off, and I, I canceled it that time. And I wound up getting back in, loving it, and then going back and recollecting it. It did. If they do this, I will be done with the X-Men for good I will not get back in. I will continue with all of my other wonderful indie books that are out there, but not, not that. And back issues and, you know, fun stuff. Because, you know, this con this weekend, I'll be buying back issues and stuff. Oh, God damn it. Your screen's frozen. They can hear us, though. I don't know why it's frozen. Well, it'll bounce back. It'll bounce back. But we'll talk this back before we... We say our goodbyes. I'm trying to can't. I'm trying to. Wow. We may have like actually. For now, can you guys hear us? Let us know. Let us know. Actually, let me look on my phone. Let us know. Please, let us please know. let us know so we don't have to hear Andy singing. What are you talking about? No, see, we're not for it. We're ah, for it. See, our see screen shows it's completely frozen. Let's see if they can hear us. Hold on. No, see? Ah, our nice. screen show. Oh, we're not for Oh, Oh, yeah. We're in bad shape. <laughs> we got the little blue circle of death. Hold on. No. Nope. Can, can you read it? I can still see it fine here. 
Nope, it says we're good. You guys are good. So it's just on our side. Wow, we got the new version of the blue screen of death. I've got the little circle spinning of death. Do you know why? Because I've got windows open. No, it's telling us you guys have talked long enough about great comic stuff. And we'll you'll be back next week at a different time because That's right. I will be leaving. Uh, don't worry about. It. I will okay. be leaving um, um, out of out of this little week, so uh, they'll have you in the morning, and we will we will do something. Yep, we'll be back on Tuesday next week, Tuesday afternoon, because Dennis is taking off on Wednesday. So we'll be back then. We'll try and stream from the uh, convention. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some streaming in uh, mm. at the convention this weekend. Yep, that is the plan. And uh, we will uh, we'll be back. And uh, once I can actually uh, hit the button <laughs> to uh, to end this bad boy, uh, I will. Just got to close down some extra windows. This is here. really hilarious, actually. It's <laughs> funny because we know you can see us. Watch it will be X Team Blue, Green, Pink, Barf. Oh yeah, no, I don't know. guys, I'm telling you, my my patience with the X. With Marvel in general is just about done. Thank God for all of these great books from Scout, Aftershock. Uh, there's a lot of great books that are out right now. Yeah. Uh, Vault. Um, yeah. All right, guys. We're out of here. We will see you guys uh, Tuesday next week. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, we will have a great day. Long and prosper, everybody. Uh, what was this last one? I was talking to my local comic shop owner about all this woke stuff. I asked him how are the reads. He said, I don't read that. Oh, too funny. Uh, Dennis, you taking a canoe trip to deliverance? He is. <laughs> Later, dudes. And uh, yeah, we will catch you guys on the other side.